Welcome to the Brigade Show. I got something uh, really special for everybody tonight. Um, I'm feeling very generous today. Um, let's start the show. You feel that now? I feel like Rocky in this one, baby. Let's go. Alright, check it. Uh. Blast the past, back from the future. So if I pull the trigger in the past, it's no you and your future. I'm still hustling, still hugging the block. The referee to the shit, I'm still calling them shots. I can't be stopped. That's what I told you, I'm living my life like a box of Crayolas I'm cutting up white, smoking that green Purple color pens, I'm still making this cream I'm so sick, uh, check my throat quick My wrist light up a room like a handful of glow sticks I'm like spoiled milk, the kids gone bad Then it's the menace, my pen touches the pad uh, Niggas is mad, but the ladies is glad Yo, they rubbing up against me like this nigga is rad Fucking two divas, drinking on sangria I got the beam of the colors, diarrhea uh, Tired strength to my feet cause I'm so fly Hopped out the Delorean and it's Artie McFly. So Welcome to the show. I was way too close to the mic. I'm excited because this is the first official episode that my daughter is the EP on. So the Rick K show, my son has been the EP on the show um, since he was born. And then I added my daughter today officially. So it's just in time for Women's History Month, just in time for this incredible episode I'm about to have. And my guest for today is none other than writer, producer, podcaster, Comedian, I'm gonna call her a comedian and voiceover artist, Rachel La Loca. Yo, 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 hi. Oh my god, your <laughs> intro song, I already have a choreographed dance to it because I thought it was lengthy. <laughs> so I started like doing some choreography that I'll run by you, I'll workshop at the end of this episode. Thank you for having me. It's nice to be here. Welcome. It's been a while since we've seen each other in person, like October. That is correct. Right? Um, how have you been? Ladies and gentlemen, great. Rachel we- Aloka, by the way. I'm sorry. Oh, hi. How's it going? <laughs> Good. Hi. Um, listen, when you say your daughter's EP, by the way, congratulations. Does that mean, because she's a baby, Thank does you. that mean like executive pacifier? Or like, what is exactly, what does the that EP mean? The EP is executive producer, but executive pacifier oh. might, we might be on to, um, what do you call that? Copyright? Said he has some show. sort of trademark or yes. copyright or some sort Executive of role. Pacifier. Wow. Yeah. I'm so glad that I retired the pacifiers because you're in bulbal stage. You're in stages uh, of the bulb. Do your kids use a bulbal? No, my son prefers his thumb to like go to sleep. Oh. My daughter is still too early to tell. She's three weeks today. So it's, it's, it's still, Happy thank you. Happy birthday, boo-boo, God bless, <laughs> bendiga. Celebrate every week, every Me. week, every second, every minute. Do it I all. mean, it, people tell you they go, they grow up so fast. And I look at my son now. So when our daughter was born, we were like, oh, man, we're going to try to soak this in as much as possible. 
But yeah, she's three weeks old. And now um, I just remembered like, oh, you know what? I added Jonas. Maybe I should. So today on the credits, her name was there. Super happy about that. Happy that you're here on the show. Thanks, Rick H. I'm happy to be here, you know? Rick H for <laughs> Ha Ha Funny. And I'm ready to, like, laugh and have a great time. I'm mm. so happy that you invited me. Happy Women's History Month. Month. Yes. This is huge. We're celebrating contributions that women have made mm-hmm. since the dawn of Eve, you know? So uh, I guess we could start by celebrating Eve. You know, Eve, she did a I lot mean, for us. Uh-huh. Good going. <laughs> Good going, girl. Yeah, eat the apple. Great idea. Um, anyway, we're celebrating everybody's contributions, and it's real nice to be here celebrating with you on the first day of this month-long party. Okay, so uh, let's get into it. How have you been? I haven't seen you since October. That's correct. You were on the panel. Um, how have you yes. been, personally-wise and then professionally? I'm really good, Rick, and I have to say my life got better after that panel. That panel was pivotal. Yeah, it was some P&P. The panel was pivotal. (laughs) I had a really nice, you know, I exaggerate, but I got to shout out to you because that panel was really amazing. I had a good time. And yeah, I think you guys did a great job giving some very, I got some good sound bites. The issue is we were, since we were recording outside, there's a sound I cannot eliminate. So it's killing me the fact that I what can't. is it? Hey, vete pa la tienda. Oh. Is that it? Like abuela yelling yeah, out the it's window because like we were out uptown. the window. Yes, we was uptown and we were like outside, but but inside, but outside. However, try to picture that. So we were outside and literally, like <laughs> if we looked up, we were in you know somebody's like clothing line where they were freaking drying yeah, clothes. Yeah, exactly. me, me yeah. cloro. So. Uh, this I don't know who it is that's in the background and the sound or whatever AC or whatever, but I can't get it out. I'll try to get it out. Um, it but makes it you, authentic. It makes it authentic. Like we were in the house. I'm gonna send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> like that. I don't oh, want man. you to hear it. Um, no, but you dropped a lot of gems. Um, and so did everybody else on the panel. So it was it was it was a great event. Yeah, let me tell you, you that like. Uh, I want to tell you thank you because Maleni Cruz hosted. Shout out to Maleni of Chicle mm-hmm. and Maleni, and yeah. and of Maleni Maleni. Like she's her own. Like she, I, we interviewed her, her on Latinos Out Loud. We yeah. had her on the show because I felt a connection based off of the live event that you did. Mm-hmm. She moderated moderated a great panel, and I just felt like wow, I want to learn more about this girl, and mm-hmm. I take advantage of my podcast to learn more about people. I I really do. I use the podcast as a platform and I want everybody's voice to be heard similar to you, Rick, but I also use it to like sort of dissect people. It's like, okay, your projects are great, right? Your projects are great. Your fashion is on point. Your fits be stellar, but what's up with Maleni? She's a trained dancer. You know, she's out there auditioning and self-taping. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if everybody can see that on her Instagram. And then we talked about her relationship with Chicle. Because they put it all out there and y'all know what I mean. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, I owe you to thanks for like making that bridge. I felt really comfortable reaching out to her and saying, Hey, would you mind coming on Latinos out loud to do an interview? Anyway, to answer your original question, I've been really <laughs> staying busy. <laughs> Hi, tangents.com slash org. Welcome. So I just give me a time limit. Usually these like, like um, bootleg zooms, like I'm not saying you have the bootleg zoom, but I don't know if you're premium or what you got. So like, usually like those cutoffs are good for me. Cause then it's a hardcore 
cutoff. I can't, I can't go beyond, but yeah. normally I could talk for like, you know what I mean? An extended period of time. Let's just say I've never gone for the Guinness book of world records of talking, but I probably could maybe an infinite. Let's look that uh, up. Maybe. Try to make but, that um, happen. I think, I I have been keeping busy. I think I have a disease, uh, keep busyitis, and I don't seem to um, know how to chill. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I, I try to chill. I will chill. Like if I'm sick, like, you know, I got a belly thing going on, got bad cramps or whatnot. I'd be like, okay, I have no choice but to chill. But my choice is to not chill. My choice is to always do things that feed the machine. And mm-hmm. actually, in essence, some of those things that I do to feed the machine, and that be my career or what I need to learn for my personal life, for my family, usually those things or some of those things are really fun, you know, like listening to other podcasts, you know, doing mm-hmm. my research and seeing what's going on out there. Um, but those are some of the things that I've been keeping busy with. And like career wise, I'm really just trying to do it. Nike, you know what I mean? I'm just trying to do it. I'm just trying to do it. Um, a lot of people are trying to do it. I respect mm-hmm. the hustle of trying to do it. It's so hard. I know I'm speaking generically, but like, no. you know, I, I, I got to say like, I'm, I usually come on podcasts and use my own to really speak 1,900 million percent truth.com because it's therapeutic for me. And if I say that I'm going through something, maybe another person is going through something like me Mm -hmm. and we can make light of it. We could talk and make jokes, but also I want to like talk about it, period. And sometimes I go to sleep at night and I'm like, oh, I'm so underaccomplished and I didn't do everything on my list. My kids, I don't have diapers. I'm going to have to go uh, to 24-hour Rite Aid in the hood in Spanish Harlem to get the diapers. The Rite Aid brand, the pee is going to come right through. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But you know what I mean? As a dad, those bootleg diapers, don't even try it. You might as well put construction paper on their tuchuses. You know what I'm saying? On their little coolies. Because the pee comes right through. It gets in the mattress. You got to buy a new mattress. It sucks. But, uh, you know, sometimes I go to sleep at night saying, could I have done more today? Could mm-hmm. I have done more today? Do you ever feel that way, Rick H? A uh, million percent of the time. <laughs> Especially now that I'm a dad. Um, mm-hmm. I evaluate my father skills or my parenting skills to the max every day. Like, man, I could have did more reading of the books with Jonas today. Or mm. I, I could have did this or I could have did that. So I go to sleep thinking that. But at the end of the day, honestly... I, I value myself. I'm doing a good job. You know, I still yes. try to put myself just applaud, the applaud <laughs> each other right now. I yeah. know I'm doing a good job. My kids are smart. My kids. You are have all this God. self like doubt naturally, but you got to also remember, you know, my kid is healthy. He talks. He's very smart. He's smarter than me. Um, so I, I got to thank well, God for that. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, he is. Um, uh, uh, I'm going to tell you a quick story about my son. Uh, a little gross, but hey, we're already friends. So <laughs> I was watching my son. Um, my wife was on a call or something upstairs or whatever. So I was watching my son. I needed to use the restroom. And it's like, mm-hmm. the you know, I needed number two. So I'm like, shit, there's a restroom right across the living room. So if I, if I leave the door open, I can see my son. Because mm. I, I like to keep an eye on my kid. If he's too quiet, I know something's going on. So I'm, I'm going to watch- remove the graphic of the bathroom, but I'm going to keep everything else. <laughs> you can continue so, with the story. 
As as every person in this world, I'm on my phone, and then all I hear is my son like trying to call out to me, and he starts throwing wet wipes to me. Isn't that oh. a smart, intelligent, nineteen month old? Like that he, is brilliant. That, that just thank you. He's that that shows brilliant. empathy. That shows mm-hmm. intelligence. So yeah. I'm very proud of my kid. And cleanliness. Okay, and that's cleanliness. really important. Yes. So I love that he's thinking, get a good wipe, you know, mm-hmm. use the toilet paper, but Multiple use a secondary. Wipes. He's like, that I know. You, One won't do <laughs> Right. Listen, wipes ain't hurt nobody. Wipes are a good supplement, mm-hmm. no matter how you look at it, from front to back, back to front. I mean, don't use the same one for both actions, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to do that. I don't recommend that because that could lead to some sort of infection of some sort. But anyway, wow. the wipes are great to have as parents. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I never really used to use baby wipes like I do now. Mm-hmm. You know, once the baby came into play, I'm like, huh, what is, huh, this is not bad at all. Don't have to shower before I go to my next appointment. Just toss mm-hmm. me a baby wipe, boop, 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 out the door. So it's, um, you discover yeah. the power. And comedian Ali Wong, I think, said, "You can't tell me anything until you've also eaten a cold chicken quesadilla off the floor from your kid that he didn't eat because you didn't want to go throw it out and you just ate it straight off the floor." It's just a different mindset, but yes, well, it, it's essential. That's true because also if you know that you just swiffered the floor, mm-hmm. how dirty is the quesadilla? Like how? Oh, dirty is the that's quesadilla? right. You know, your whole, me. I don't think that far ahead. I'm like shit, man. Mm. I'm gonna just Jonas. You should have ate it. <laughs> but on on the flip side, you know, what I'm saying if if I know that a bunch of Tims just walked through the door, dragging mm. New York City sidewalk full of like dog piss in the building, mm-hmm. would I eat the quesadilla off the floor before swiffering? Depends Probably how not. hungry I am. Depends oh, really? how hungry oh, I am. Okay. Depends. <laughs> it depends how hungry and how the resources. Mm. If that was the last triangular slice of the quesadilla, I might run it under the sink or, you know, okay. take the layer of the flauta, whatever the hell, the tortilla, okay. whatever it's called. Yeah. Take the layer and eat the mm. guts. You know, that's not put in a cup. Yeah, it's just um, that's why people can't wear shoes in my house. Oh, that's a good rule. <laughs> I have I I have to be able to like preach that rule, yeah. you know, before I teach it because I yeah. sometimes don't take off my shoes. I sometimes I'm like, you know, I forget. But we try. The kids are trained. The kids are good. They take off mm-hmm. their shoes. It's like my inteligente que yo. I'm telling you, what are we doing yeah. on this planet? Rachel. They don't need us, really. I mean, they need us and like some diaper changes and stuff, mm-hmm. but and to feed them. But that's it. You know what? Watch a YouTube video on the tablet on how to change your own diaper. I bet they get it like that. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. So yeah. you're you're still podcasting and you're still producing and directing. You also do a lot of directing on the side. Um, wait, wait. I can't even claim that. Or unless you want to call some of what I do directing, but I hire the directors to direct. Okay. Like when we do the production stuff. I mean, that mm-hmm. is something that I look forward to maybe doing one day. Mm-hmm. But actually, it's not been an area of concentration. Like when I write something, there's mm-hmm. a piece that, you know, you, you partner with the director on that production. So for sure, I've partnered with great directors. But to say that Rachel Strauss, is La Loca, Peguero, the third, La Reina de la Upper East Side, Brooklyn, is okay. a director. No. 
And that's my full government. That's my full government. So you won't you won't claim that title? No, I I don't think I can. You don't kind of direct Latinos allow while you guys are working. You're like, I don't. Let me get back to you. I don't know. Let me. I'd have to see the job description and then tell you if I'm checking those boxes. But I will say yes. I produce. I write. Mm -hmm. I act. I Mm -hmm. talk. Voiceover. Voiceover as well. I'm doing an animated series now. Well, I've already, it's in the can. Hopefully they get a second season, but it's called the Tuttle Twins. And mm-hmm. I get to play a Latina mama, mm-hmm. which is so funny. And I'll tell you a quick like anecdotal story about that, Rick H, is um, I auditioned for the lead character, which was an abuela. She is a time-traveling grandma who uses her wheelchair to go back in time and teach the children lessons from, like, the sources. Albert Einstein, you know, Picasso. Like, she takes them back in well, time. Well, that's really... Me. That's a good story. Uh, it's really great. I implore you to check it out, especially if you're a father. And mm-hmm. my kids, they love it. It's very educational. And it's also streaming on platforms, so you won't find it on network or cable and it's very it's somewhat political it's uh very truth it's not based on textbooks so you'll see the truth about some you know pretty i think controversial controversial topics that have been written in textbooks that we've been programmed to uh learn and be educated by a certain Mm -hmm. way and this show explores more uh, a holistic approach and in some instances i think a more truthful approach and it's meant it's meant for kids but i didn't get the role of the abuela because they were like you sound a bit too endearing and they were like but we want to offer you the role of mom and i love the mom character you know like she is endearing but she's very much like huh you're not gonna eat that popcorn without my special sauce you know like and that's how i talk at home and <laughs> You know, it's, it's fun. Um, and, and then I also get to talk to two kids, the Tuttle twins. And this show is actually based on a very successful book series that was written for white people. But the producers of this animated series decided to make the family multicultural, Latin X. And so there's a Spanglish in there. There's mm-hmm. accents, fun accents. And there's just a real diverse cast of characters. I got to meet all these people in real life when I flew out to Utah for the red carpet premiere. This was a few months back. And I'm just like, wow, we're such a like melting pot. It's really beautiful. And it's wonderful that this has been adapted for a more Latino audience, but I actually think it's for everybody. Um, and I, I uh, check it out. The Tuttle Twins, check it out on YouTube. They release, uh, release, release. Uh, thanks, Casamigos. Um, well, that's that's okay. I tend to slur a little. <laughs> I'm gonna take no more sips, but like they release new episodes every week, uh, and that was a really fun project because you know, like you see the cartoon you hear the voice you're like oh my god like you know even my kid was like wait a minute that's you and the eerie thing rick h is that the mom on the show looks like my mom in real life like te lo juro por mi madre well por mi madre it looks like my mom now when you're when you're doing the voiceover work do you are you watching the illustrations on the screen and trying to match your voice or do you just do voiceover and then the editing process, they match it together. Cause that, that, I, I, it's kind of difficult voice. So people think it's easy. I was trying to do some voiceover on some uh, Trump junior footage and it didn't, it's not that easy. 
Mm-hmm. So are you watching the, the the series itself while you're doing the voiceover work or? Okay, is- that's a great question. Great, great question. I'll mm-hmm. explain to you the process of how it worked for this particular production. Mm-hmm. They're based in Utah and LA. And so I would go to a studio and I wouldn't be able to see them, but they would be able to see me. Creepy mm-hmm. through the camera. And in front of me, I would have a laptop um, and... For the most part, it was scripts that I studied weeks in advance. So, like, I would rely on knowing the story. Um, Basically, it's important to know the whole story of the episode, to know how intonation has to change or, like, you know, how you escalate the character yourself to fit Mm. within the arc of the story. And also, you know, you don't want to go too big on a line if it's in the beginning of the script. And, you know, there's all these, you know, tricks and trades and things that also come naturally to you as the character. Um, And also as the character with longevity, because you got to think this is season one and you don't want to like make her look crazy and everything like you know episode one season one like you've got a lot of episodes to develop too with mm-hmm. la mama um so to answer your question it was based on scripts and then if there were pickup pickups needed so like let's say there was an episode already glued together and there was a little accoutrement or little you know a little sasson missing and they thought that maybe rachel could add some emphasis to this part or maybe say this differently i would go back to the studio and then they would show me like a video schematic not a final product Mm -hmm. but basically what i they matched my voice with like a very one dimensional drawing of what the final product would eventually look like directionally. I talk with my hands a lot. I'm like, um, should I do the thumb trick? Um, they, they, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a magician too, people. Do, 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 do. So, um, they would show me the rolling schematic so mm-hmm. I can match or emphasize what I already recorded uh by just saying like a huh or like a ideal meal or like whatever it is improv or sometimes scripted sometimes there would be a change in the script or you know something needed to be added or what have you so that's how it it rolled i never got to see the final product and until afterwards until afterwards when they flew us out to the red carpet they revealed or or, uh, unveiled two episodes we were in Mm. this big movie theater it was so great rick h as a dad as a mom like the movie theater was half filled with kids like i guess focus group type kids and half filled with like producers and executives and the you know the people that like were involved in the production the actors you know the vo actors and the kids reacted so they were so funny like they liked such like things that i didn't think they would like like that mom said you know like they like that okay so my mom talks like this my mom was like She's Dominican, so she sings a lot of what she says. I don't know if your mom does this. She's like, Rachel, you know, like singing, like, you know, tráeme lo plátano, you know, and I'm like, why are we singing it? This is like, you know, just a spoonful of sugar, you know, like, I don't know if we're a Disney family, but. Or in a musical. Right. Or she answers the phone singing too. She'd be like, hello. And I'm like, why are you going up and down like that? But anyway, that's kind of like what the kids liked from my mm-hmm. character. Every time she spoke like that, I heard the kids like, quack, 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 quack. So that was a really cool experience to be there with the kids when the two episodes were unveiled. Were your um, kids, were your two kids there watching it as well? Or, or did they see the product afterwards? 
they saw it afterwards and you know how like youtube has the algorithm set up like if you watch one video like if you like this you'll love this, this it's yeah. like the designer imposter's body spray like mm -hmm. if you like calvin klein you'll love kelvin mine you know so then <laughs> they always had like they always rhymed right yeah <laughs> or it was like if you like elizabeth taylor diamonds you'll love britney spears rubies you'll love like our that. version so i always remember right. that our version of oh okay yes, so it's your version. yes it's your version but you're still trying to smell like this version of whatever it is or look at it but anyways yes meanwhile well one more thing about designers and pastas you really were an imposter because if it was the real version there'd be no aerosol involved you know what i'm saying like the designers <laughs> and pastas were aerosol you'd be like ma does this smell like Giorgio armani Shh. our version of Giorgio. <laughs> this is Giorgio. <laughs> eh, jorge eh, armani yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Was there a question? Did I answer it? I don't remember. Bring me no, back it was about it was about your two children. So when oh. they watched the Tuttle Twins, <laughs> <laughs> did they see it? Uh, well, obviously they saw it with you. And what was your? How'd you feel? Yo, when I heard watching your sons reacting to, to certain things that you, they were probably like, "Oh my God, mommy does that every day." You know, okay, so actually I should say, like, my six-year-old is quite studious. Like, he's mm -hmm. quite the estudiante. And he was just like, Mom, that's really funny. But then Benji, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, Benji, Benji, the three-year-old, was like, <laughs> And he kept rewinding it, like, oh, I want to hear it again. You know, like, he was bugging out with Mommy's voice. Mm -hmm. But the other one is very, you know, prim and proper. And Mom. Good job, Mom. I, I chuckled a you lot. Nailed that <laughs> Wow. Yeah, he's very, but he tells the truth. Mm -hmm. So that's how I know it was funny. But they just have different deliveries, and that's cool. You know what I mean? So how'd you how'd you feel receiving that from your own children? Like having your children watch your work. Um, how, I um. Well, Rick H. I didn't realize we were gonna get so Oprah with this. Um, I was just. But... <laughs> Let me take. A I mean, listen. I've learned so much in the last, I'm going to say, two years about what that, diff like, you know, you go to a level up in the video game, that you're playing this video game of life, and I'm at a level oh. where I, you think, like, shit, my, this is why my mom said this. This is why my grandmother said this. This is why they acted like, so you're at that level where you're like, oh, my God, I understand why y'all crazy. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you do learn a lot there's like a different lens right mm -hmm. as a parent too and there are those moments and i guess that moment with my children i was so proud that they were proud mm -hmm. i was like oh my god you can you know impress mommy papi your significant other your friends you know whatever your manager you put it out there uh you put it in your reel as an actor and there was no fulfillment like seeing the satisfaction and laughter and mm -hmm. great comment from Donovan, um, you know, from watching mommy in an animated series. And it's interesting. I have to say this. I, I haven't been doing vision boards for many, many years. I just haven't. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm such a late bloomer in everything, everything. Like I just got Atari. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm just kidding. I didn't just get Atari. I, uh, but 
we we did just get a gaming system that I, I took the dust off of. Like, it was in my parents' basement. I'm like, yes, the kids could play Nintendo Wii. I just did a search. There's, like, no more games for sale. It's, like, not even. I was like, my my kid was like, buy us a NBA 2K45. And I was like, yo, the last time we made an NBA was 2K12. <laughs> <laughs> and it's on sale for eBay. On eBay for, like, $400 because it's probably the only one left. I'm like, I'm not buying the NFT so you can play Nintendo Wii. Oh, NBA. 2000 you know what i'm saying yeah. what was the question um no I I, my question is we as parents are we get that satisfaction all the time they impress us all the time but you said you felt your two sons were impressed by your work what was yeah. that like yeah it was quite emotional like again you don't you understand senses because I'm going to make it plural senses of fulfillment that you experience throughout your life and your different stages, you know, fulfillment means a different thing. I think at that different, those different life stages or mm -hmm. times, you know, of your life, like now as a mom of two, I, they're, they're my key audience in everything. Mm -hmm. Like, and the six year old is, is checking me. I'm like, yo, I needed you in my life. Not only because I was dying to be a mother and, mm -hmm. and you know, my story, I lost so many pregnancies. Mm -hmm. I, it was so hard for me to get pregnant. I really didn't think it was going to happen. So many doctors told me it wasn't going to happen. And I'm like, yo, not only did I need you in my life to fulfill me and my desire to be a mom, but I need you in my life to really keep my calendar in check. I can't believe how good he is. I'm like, I, I can't, he'd be reminding me, you know, he's like, mom, you know, today's dress down day at school, so I don't have to wear my uniform. And I'm like, where did he come Thank from? Thank you. Mom, don't forget, we need hot dogs in the refrigerator because Monday nights is when you record your podcast and we do hot dog nights. So make sure you stock up on hot dogs. I'm like, where'd you come from? He checks me. I, and I really, in my life, to know me is to know mm -hmm. that I, I love people who check me in any regard because you help me be a better person. I love people mm -hmm. who, help, who help me be a better person. My kids are helping me be a better person. So if I'm satisfying them as an audience for something that I'm proud of myself, like the Tuttle Twins, imaginate, Rick H., imaginate, when your kids start giving you feedback, you know, and I'm sure, you know, you're starting to get of that already, whether mm -hmm. it's verbal, nonverbal, I mean, him throwing you the baby wipes, that is so endearing. <laughs> Even though it's to wipe your number two, yes. I removed that image. Uh, it's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you're. It's a whole or other. It, the other day, he went to give his sister the pacifier, and he was also bringing a diaper <sighs> to the bassinet. And I'm like, my God, you're only 19 months, and you know that you know she's either it's... needs a pacifier, milk, or she needs a change. It's and he real. wanted to and help that's... his sister. Like that's that. Real. Uh... It's real. It's mm -hmm. real. When they start giving you the like, you know, full sentences, sometimes using words that you don't even know what they mean. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm telling you, my kid is smart. I have to be like, yo, Siri, what does meticulous mean? <laughs> you know, or <laughs> I'm like, why? This is a good vocabulary for a six, almost seven year old. But anyway, yeah. when they start giving you that kind of feedback, Rick H, mm -hmm. let's do another episode because it's really okay. quite miraculous. Okay. So I'm going to run you through one of our audience's favorite segments, which is, um, wait, oh, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Where, where's my, there it is. There it is. 
distorted pictures. Mm. So I'm going to give you. Oh, I got my little thing today too. Distorted pictures. Wow. So I'm going to show you five images from the internet. Oh, from and what? The www? Is that what it's called? The web? The internet. The webs. The World the Wide Web. Okay. And the next you're, you're trying to uh, decipher what that image is. So let's do a test run. <laughs> Let me get rid of this banner. Okay. Uh, and this is our first image. Oh! Can you make it out? <laughs> yes. I can. Um, Rick H., what is a flyer for, I think, what was a hilarious show that took place in either 2018 or 2019 at the Triad? Yeah. Ooh, wow. You yeah. Even knew wow. What a cast. Look at, the, look at those faces. Wow. So I'm just, I'm just looking. Karina Ortiz friend of mine i know her old johnny look at the talent glory sasha black there's just a lot of women yeah yeah tell me a little bit about hernarius the show and is there another one in the works oh what a great question Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Okay, the hilarious show. I want to just tell you how it was born and why it was created. And this is usually what I tell the audience when we did our live shows at the Triad mm-hmm. and other off-Broadway theaters that we got the you know beauty and glory to perform at. Um, mm-hmm. The hilarious show was born because I I'm a student of the Upright Citizens Brigade. You know, I was there uh, two times on a diversity scholarship. I took the sketch writing classes. I took the improv classes. The character classes, the workshops. And I just noticed that like all the UCB comedians were sort of operating in this wonderful, you know, uh, atmosphere, but in a silo. And then I would be friends with these Instagram comedians. And I'm like, oh my God, you guys are so funny. You gals are so funny. And then I would go to these shows or these one woman shows or these variety act shows where there's musical improv or hip hop improv and all these different genres and walks of comedy life. And I'm like, why aren't we working together? Why? Why? Because I think some people thought that those like streets didn't merge. They mm-hmm. had to just run up and down parallel or perpendicular. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, why? Let's merge and let's experiment. And in November of 2018, we did our first show and I called my friends. I was like, do you want to do a comedy science experiment where we elevate women <laughs> and we lift each other up and we create a stage and we build a network for each other and, and just do some magic in comedy and represent for the underrepresented? And every girl said yes. Okay. If a girl said no, it was because they couldn't, it wasn't in their schedule because they're out there working and they're busy. And I didn't set any expectation. I was like, girls, I don't know what's going to come of this. I'm going to try my hardest, but I think this is going to be magical. And I will never forget that dressing room. The backstage dressing room, Rick H, Mm -hmm. was, I get a knot in my throat. It was so magical. You know, a lot of people be like, oh, girls can't work together. You know, (laughs) when I tell you every single performance had none of that. 
-hmm. every single show. And we did a show per quarter. Then we went digital during the pandemic. So we're on YouTube. We still had to work together via Zoom. One of our sketches, Just Another Day Living in Quarantine, was in the Toronto Sketch Festival in 2021. Uh, Another sketch that we did live at the Triad Theater was in the Toronto Sketch Festival, Hot Donuts. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying, it was more than shows that we produced. And the girls are still calling each other when there's a need if there's a show if there's a collaboration there we support each other we show up we lift each other up we show out and we yell and scream about it to everybody that look at what we created and now what's next for the hilarious show i don't know i i am i'm sworn to secrecy okay um but uh um okay i'll give you a few hints we are in development the girls and I, I love you, comadreando. I can't say the word because I'm half white. Comadreando. <laughs> come on. I'm sorry, come on. Marcy. I'm like, come on, Durando. It's not come on, Durango. Listen, uh, we're building something that's the next level that goes and it, it gives hilarious the national and quite possibly the international extensions that mm. not only the brand, but the women behind the brand deserve. It's not just me. At Hilarious. It's a crew. It's mm-hmm. a gal network. It's a female comedy militia. And I love what we are doing together. And so stay tuned for what we're building. It's it's being built as we speak. We have meetings and we're like, wait, wait, hit me on the on the group because I got an idea. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just it's so exciting. And it's it's definitely um it's going to be the next iteration and it's going to be what you saw on the stages, but in a different medium. Okay. I mean, that's, that's a good, that's a good preview. So thank you for that. And, <laughs> and shout out to all the ladies involved. I'm going to decipher all that. And I'm going to call a few of the women in there and get some more details. I'm going to try to. Yo, stop trying teeth. to pry. Why are you trying to pry? Okay. Okay. They I got are a... also sworn to secrecy. secrecy? There's, there's, there's we are about code. to see about girl that. Girl code. Um, you also, I got this other image for you. Oh my God, this is so fun. Do you understand that one of my favorite things in life are like game shows and like, mm-hmm. this is like classic concentration. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. This is so much fun. I know exactly what this is. I'm ready. Okay. okay. Rick H, what is the red carpet for the official Latino film festival, which is a festival produced by my friend, Danny Hastings, where super block, the film written and directed by Romel Rodriguez to comb the award for best feature. True. Yep. There's Romel right there in the middle. Mark Reigns, Black Rose, Ken Stars. Um, Ramon Pesante, oh. one of the executive producers behind the film. Shout out to everybody in this picture. Oh, my God. I love these people. So I had Romel on the show, and I did not know this I... was the first script he wrote. Ever. Oh. I, he's written before, but this was like the first time. His first did feature, a... right? Yeah. His first feature script. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. And he... I... He gave a little uh, funny stories on everything. Like, we played this game with Ramel. I'll send you the, the little video. We played the same <laughs> game with Ramel, and he had funny stories about every scene or sequence that we showed him. Yo, so I, I had so much fun shooting that movie. Oh, my God. I had to listen to that episode. Here's another one for you. So it gets a little harder. Um. Okay, this is uh my Light Bright from 1985 that I used to play with. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, my eyes are not as bad as I thought. Let me get real close. Hold on. I know exactly what this is, too. 
I gotta get real close. Um, okay, this is Matt. Should I answer the question before yes. you guys get yes. look too much into my pores and my mustache? Okay, um, this is the at the red carpet premiere in Utah of the Tuttle Twins, where I was holding Damn. up. You got I, it. I, look at I, that. There's there's the mom. <laughs> there's the mom right there. Wow, you got it. <laughs> This is fun, Rick H. Yeah, the, that's at the the dinner before the premiere. Mm -hmm. They hosted all the talent and the crew to a beautiful dinner inside the movie theater, which was dope. They had like a private party space. Mm -hmm. And uh, they had all this on display. Just like all these, I don't know what you call these printouts of the uh, like episodes or scenes from the episode. And they asked all the talent to autograph them. And then they um, auctioned off a few and then raffled off and gave away a few at the movie theater. So they use it as like a further fundraising thing and mm -hmm. also as giveaways to like the fun people that showed up to the premiere. Um, and I was there with my Sharpie. And it's like, you know, I don't know. It's like so old school to autograph something. It's like, oh, my God. God, Elvis, can I Isn't get your autograph? You know, in this day and age, it's something tangible though to an autograph. Like an NFT is some shit you're online. Like I rather have like a Rachel La Loca autograph of this photo than an NFT. I mean, not to say that I wouldn't get an NFT of Rachel La Loca, but I'd rather have something that I can hang up tangible. You know what this is? This is from the film. This is one of the drawings. There's always a story behind it. So something tangible that you could see, feel, and touch, unlike this new day and age. I have to say on my bucket list if, is like for someone to ask me to Sharpie their boobie. Like I'd love to show a male or female. Doesn't matter. Really? Uh, like, okay. You know how like that was like a thing? Like, oh my God, son. Like that was more like an 80s rock. Like, oh my God, Aerosmith, son, my boob. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like I want to do something like that. Like I would sign a boob quick with a shark. So comedian Whitney Cummings, that's she's doing a tour called the Touch Me Tour. Ooh. Um, because COVID has that's what her female fans, that's their big thing. They whip out her breast, I their breast, and they have Whitney sign it. Like, but, but how do you get it tattooed on afterwards? If you take a shower, it's going to go, it's gone. The moment well, gone. you can't really see it very well here, but yeah, that's exactly what I did. This is New Kids on the Block. Um, and uh, Jordan is Knight. Yeah, no. Jordan Knight from the New Kids on the Block signed it. Uh, I was like 14. And then I got, I never washed it, Avi. And then when I was old enough to get a tattoo, I got his face kissing mine and then the autograph of what remained of his uh his name his signature no this is not from new kids on the block <laughs> I, I was i was like now you're gonna have to tell me the story um off air <laughs> no i'll show you real quick without getting too all right this is a mom kissing a baby. Oh, okay. This is the birthday of my two of kids, children. Yeah. And it's exactly over my heart. But over the, like, the, like underneath the see-through, you're talking about a tattoo. And people are going to be like, oh, shit. She really got Jordan Knight's tattoo. And she really. <sighs> Maybe. Maybe there's a Jordan Knight tattoo somewhere else on my body that I'm just not going to showcase on the Rick just, H podcast. All right, we'll, we'll just leave it there. So you know I have saying? two more photos for you, and then I got a message for you. So this <laughs> one right here, do you, do you know what I this is? I thought they got harder. Do you know what this is? I know what this is. I, this... I You might know the blue part, but do you know what this is? Okay, it's either a crocheted blanket of the thumbnail image. 
of the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Um, How great like, does Frank look in this? In this, you know, Frank crocheted <laughs> as a braid is quite attractive. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, I was wrong. Well, I was right, but I wrong. Yeah. Okay, so oh. so give me what you thought it was. Give me what you thought it was. I thought it, okay, sorry. I asked the question. I'm not going to jump on your line. No, no, no. Go ahead. Give me what you thought it was and then we'll go over what it actually is. I thought it was just the thumbnail image of, of Latinos oh, Out Loud. Oh, and this is two seasons ago, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is two seasons ago. Yeah, and but it... this is the Webbies announcing oh. you guys. As nominees for the 2020, 2021, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, comedy. So I think it's right behind me. Look, there's our certificate right there. Beautiful. That? That's... Dun, 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 dun. Can I do prices right music? I'm not doing the prices right music, but I told you I'm obsessed with game shows and I was on the prices right. I'll send you that YouTube video in a separate chat. We <laughs> had a conversation about that. When was oh, that? yeah. We've Shit. had several. I don't know. And I told you I was going to look for it. I'm going to get a useless it. fact, and it's hidden. It's hidden. I I'm have to send you. Find that shit. What are you, a YouTube sleuth? What are you, a I'm detective of the net? So I got oh. one more. And, and do you know what this is? This one's. This one's. This one's I got to get my ocular. I, my single lens. Banner. Let me remove the logo. Do I have time? You can process go ahead. of elimination. Just, just try to think what it is. I see multicultural faces. <laughs> Damn. Uh oh God. You dug in the crates for this one, right? I don't <clears throat> No, this is not too Oh wait. Uh, uh, the it, it... If the background is distorted, then maybe I know what it is. Okay. Well, everything's distorted. What am I saying? And and did everyone everyone wore black? Was it at, at a funeral? Mm, everyone... <laughs> close, close. Oh I god. Think most of us did. Shit. Oh Lord. I said most of us. <laughs> I th- uh, but we're on the same page. Okay, can I guess? Go ahead. Is there a buzzer? <laughs> okay. Uh, Rick H., what is the Remy Martin event that the podcasters went to? Damn! Yes! yes we, most of us oh, did. I remember, pants. I think O was wearing black too and Jerry. <laughs> so most of us were wearing black, yeah. Okay, my hair, my hair looked like a helmet, looked like a black helmet, like going at what, what, it was a bad weather, no, it was bad, it, it was bad hair, look at that hair, it was like an afro, 1970 called, they want their no, styles back. it looks good, it looks good. Yo, it looks like a wet poodle coming out of the salon. It looks good. <laughs> it's okay, I embrace my hair, today I'm using uh, Botanica Bot- by okay. our girl oh, Ada Rojas Ada, New York. Ada, mm-hmm. yeah, I know Ada personally. So um, Ada's ex-boyfriend product. and I oh, were best friends. No way! Yeah, I know Ada. So Botanica, oh, wow. Botanica, her moose, her, yeah, yeah, yeah. The moose is. I will. I. I'm not even like anywhere close to a brand ambassador, mm-hmm. but I kind of want to be buried with Botanica moose in the really? coffin because really? I want my hair to look good, and whoever's gonna be there should use that product. I'm not saying it's not happening anytime soon, but I should stock up. I should stock up just, you know, not, no, just to have it, yeah. you know, let me have it. Um, let me I'll just call, make I'll make a call. I'll make, I'll make a call. I'm gonna have to no, Rick H, I'm happy to support our friends with products and it's no, really affordable. I, I, that's, it's that's so great. affordable. 
that you uh, do support. Um, I buy when I can. Books, yes. moose, anything. Yes. Papers. You come on Let the show. Let a Latino-owned products that are like dope. <laughs> did I say papers? Yes, papers. Yes, 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 you did. So I got a special message that someone left for you around here. Let me see. It's the real R in R&B. Ricky, Ricky, Ricky Smooth! How you doing, my people? So I'm in the studio working because that's all I do. I work, I grind, I hustle, I make music, I make love in this booth. Shout out to everybody out there that saw the episode last week. Now I got my own segment on the show called Love Notes. Okay? And today... Rachel La Loca, La Loca, which I asked my assistant, they told me it means crazy. So I'm going to just say Rachel, okay? Rachel, I see you. I see you. You make people laugh. You're a podcaster. But I got a proposition for you, Rachel. So I'm an entertainer before an R&B singer. R&B singer, number one, but I'm also an entertainer. And, and I'm writing the story of my life right now. But. Ricky Smooth only writes hits, only writes hits, only with the music. Now, I heard you a writer, and I want you to write the autobiography of Ricky Smooth. How about that? Huh? How about that? Now, the reason Ricky Smooth picks you is you a hustler just like me. You a hard worker just like me. Ricky Smooth got an eye for talent. And he sees that you have talent. Okay? So if you want, just let me know. Uh, contact me. Hit my people up. My people talk to your people. Your people talk to my people. All that good stuff, you know? But you, writer, director of the Ricky Smooth story. What do you think about that one? Much love. The real R in R&B. Ricky! Ricky! Wow. 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 So little backstory. He's like, yo, so you know Rachel? And I'm like, yeah, I know Rachel. She'll be on the show next week. All right, so um, let me make a video. Instead of, like, me giving you my contact information to give to her, let me make a video because I'm a big Mm. fan. Mm. And I want to – he said he wanted to – expand his resume or some shit like that whatever so he he sends me this video rachel what's your reaction of ricky smooth i'm i'm quite flattered and i almost don't know what to say um a piece of me doesn't want to say anything Uh, but a big piece of me is going to because i'm on the rick h show i'm really flattered um there is one thing that my people my publicist sent to me so before I accept oh. this real gracious offer, and trust me, from an autobiographical standpoint, there are several, several stories I would like to write. Is, so Ricky Smooth is one of them? Oh, okay, okay. Wow. Wow. Is it? Um, that voice didn't come out. That Those words didn't come out of my mouth. So 
you know, no, I don't, it, I don't his, know enough. Is it, so in the top 20, is it in the top 20 at least? No. No, no. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I told you I'm very truthful on these podcasts. So as no, a friend. That's all we can ask for. Yes. I mean, he should be watching. Honestly. Watching now somewhere. No. Okay. But I, I will say this. Okay. I would consider it. Okay. If I didn't see something disturbing that my people and like my publicist oh, sent me before so, I hopped on this call and oh, I wanted to bring it up, but I wasn't sure if this was the forum, Rick H. Do you know what I'm talking about? What just came out on Instagram? I, I, I literally just got the video. Can I, can I play for the audience now? I, I'm disgusted. I'm not going to, but go ahead. What's up everybody? It's your girl Macadamia, the hood famous Backup dancer, formerly backup dancer to Ricky Smooth. I'm gonna take this video to tell Ricky Smooth that I'm no longer gonna be dancing for him. Okay, and it's for three reasons, okay? Because number one, number one, you see that herringbone chain that he be rocking? Okay, he stole that from my 2013 Honda Civic from the glove compartment, and the chain belonged to my fifth son's baby daddy. So if you could please return that Ricky Smooth, I would appreciate that. Okay, um, number two, the second reason why I'm not going to be your backup dancer anymore, Ricky Smooth, okay? So... Check this out, people. Ricky Smooth was like, oh, we going on tour. We going on far. We going here. We going to Sri Lanka. And I'm like, yo, first of all, you're not paying for my passport. Okay? So I think that is really hard wow. for me to get to Sri Lanka if I don't have a Violation. passport. Okay? Sri and Lanka. the third reason but why I will not be backup dancing for Ricky Smooth anymore is because... I will be dancing for Maluma. Wow. So Maluma appreciates my popola kick. Oh, okay. Nobody in the business could do that, okay? I went to DR. Wow. I had my thigh bones removed and my ribs. I am the only person in the industry that could do that. ribs. Oh. Popola kick. Okay. okay. So the flexibility? So like, watch your neck. Protect your neck because it's going to turn black from the 14 karat gold plating. Herringbone oh, chain that you stole from the glove compartment of my 2013 wow. Honda Civic. So give it back. This is wow. ridiculous. Oh, beautiful gold tooth, too. Wow. Wow. What are we? So how, wow. how do you feel about that? How could I write an autobiography about someone who's out there rocking 14 karat gold plated herringbone stolen from a glove compartment of two, mm-hmm. of a 2013 Honda Civic? Not really feeling that, Rick H. That's I mean, boy, if it though. was 2015, it'd be acceptable. But 2013, going that far back, I mean, I'm going to have to call him. And the chain? You don't go in people's glove compartments. That's like... That's like worse than a medicine cabinet. Like you don't go in a person's wow. medicine cabinet in their bathroom, but you definitely don't go in somebody's glove compartment to steal a gold-plated chain. And I'm just, you know, I'm with her on this. You know, her grammar may not be great. You know, she may have worn I the mean, wrong I mean, she's definitely getting that money, though. doing that she's... kick. Yeah. No, she's getting that money, though. She got the lights <laughs> in the back. She got the lights in the back. So let it's me see. Your... She look at all them lights, right? She definitely Looks getting like that she money. Was live Designer, at the concert. Designer. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like she stopped Maluma. If you have enough money to tell Maluma stop your concert, I'm gonna do a video just to respond to the allegations of some fake R and B singer. Wow. 
You want? Yeah. I want to call out something else. This chick. First of all, she has the same new kids on the block tattoo as me. Okay, so that's that's eerie. Um, Identical. Oh my god. The second thing is, uh, I don't know if Maluma could afford knee pads because it looks like she's wearing bandanas as knee pads. Or maybe that's part of the, I don't know, dress rehearsal. I, I, and it's part of I wanna, and they match the gloves, though. They match the gloves, though. Let's talk about her outfit. If we could just talk about her gloves. Her gloves, I want to say, just because I have kids, they Can belong to gloves? a no, I think they belong to a Mickey Mouse costume from Ooh. Halloween 20, uh, wow. 20, maybe 2021 <laughs> wow. or 2020. Just a presumption because I also have those. And she's, those she's part of OVO, though. She got the owl OVO. Yo, so so the, that's Maluma you know, and OVO. Oh, my God. She's killing it, though. Why, some... why, why would she need the Ricky Smooth? I don't huh? know, but I'm feeling this girl's fit. And mm -hmm. I'm with her, like you know, and good for her actually, a former go backup to. dancer of mm -hmm. Ricky Smooth, and now dancing for Maluma. I think her that's really cool. Congrats with the hoop earrings. Congrats Macadamia. to her, Mac Macadamia, Macadamia. Yeah. That go to it sounds like though. academia, and like she's a Mac and a mommy, so it's like mm. Macadamia or Macadamia. Macadamia. That's it's cute. Wow, she's got it going on. Ricky her hair's Smooth, a little man. You're going to have to come back on this show and do some explaining. You got some explaining to do. <laughs> um, He's out there. Like, what was that? Like, is a studio? My man's in the studio now? He's recording? He can't be. Uh, he got a drop. Oh, I mean, that's an expensive studio, though. It does look like an expensive studio. Those boards are crazy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and now he's wearing a polo dress shirt too. So um, maybe the the money is up. Game, you know, I don't know. I don't know. If you could get in touch with Ricky Smooth real quick, I do have one question for him, and I'm certainly not writing the autobiography, but I would okay. like to know what kind of gel he uses. Gel. Because I'm okay. feeling okay. Number one, I like the way it looks in his hair. It's shiny, uh -huh. and I kind of think today, he also puts some in his beard. If I'm not mistaken, kind of gel. He gels his beard. If I'm not wrong, am I wrong? So here? gel the beard, gel the. I gotta. I'm. I, he needs to come and answer for the chain, the gold plated chain. First of all, mm -hmm. herringbone. Herringbone. Why macadamia? Uh, first of all, where did he find her? <laughs> like, mm. uh huh. And why she went from him to Maluma? Like, he's his situation not right. Maybe associating with R. Kelly is too much for him. He needs Maybe. to stop taking those R. Kelly calls. I do know, like, if Macadamia has contact info on her Instagram page. So if you want <laughs> bad mass sparkly, I'm saying, though, that's that, like, olive oil gel with the crystals in it or something. I'm not quite I sure. Don't, I don't know, but he's uh, this guy. He's, he's a sensation, though. Sensation. R&B sensation. I love that big tub of gel. You ever see it? They come out with the fancy one. Mm -hmm. They got the green one, the pink one, and the one that has like the little glitter. So that yeah. might be. Hopefully, what he's, doing. he's not using the gorilla glue like that young lady did in the South. Oh, tell me about that. that I don't even not... know. Oh. Oh, the gorilla glue, the throwback. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, the story. girl. And and um, there was, she was in the news recently. Oh my god, I gotta send you this article because you gotta you gotta also mention this on your podcast. Okay. Um. I don't know if she's doing cameos and people are paying her or not, just like the Tinder swindler. 
People are paying these people now. Happy birthday, mom. Happy birthday, Jose's mom from the Tinder swindler. Ha <laughs> ha. I'm here. You know, the my enemies are not out for me no more, but just send me your card information. Yeah, yo. But she was in the story recently. Um, I think she came out with her own hair product line. That's amazing. I mean, that's marketing, I, yo. That's great. And I don't know if that was Makes like sense. her and her partner, like, yo, girl, you got a crazy, you got to really glue your hair together. So we go viral. Don't worry if, if, if we'll take you to a doctor. I'm pretty sure they're going to figure the shit out. And then there was okay. a lawsuit, right? She sued. Did she sue Gorilla Glue? I think she, she, I think she tried to. Yes. Yeah. To um, so, yeah, that, that Gorilla Glue. Uh, you know, the Internet is beautiful. It's a beautiful wealth of knowledge and information and um, things that get shared. You know, like the two twins from Florida. Um, What are those guys? The... Uh, the Island Boys, the Island Boys. So I've been drinking too many beers. The Island Boys, the Island Boys, the Gorilla Glue. The Island so Boys. They keep, no, they don't even say it like that. Which is even No, worse. but I just felt very, uh, I had to yeah. like, my inner Jamaican comes out sometimes. If you tell me Island Boys, I'm picturing like this Jamaican group that they do some dope ass reggae. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I put on the video and there's these two Cuban little white boys from, uh, I'm guessing... You know, uh, one of the Miami towns or close to Miami or Boca Raton. Um, and by the way, both Boca. their parents are doctors. So mm. that explains the money to get all those tattoos. Wait, explain to me the story. I feel like I'm lost. I need you to. Rachel, you. you've never heard of the Island Boys? Tell me what's going on. Remind me. I also forget oh a lot of stuff, my. you know, that I don't need to store. No, you definitely don't need to store this. Um <laughs> A hundred percent sure you don't need to store this, but damn, I wish I could pull. I'm not even ready. I shouldn't have mentioned them because I, if I was going to mention something, I should have like a clip or something. Well, I, I'm pretty the, sure the audience, um, I don't think they're going to hear this, but I'm often in this predicament where it's like, oh, Rachel, you should know this. And I'm like, okay, guys, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't know. The two young boys. Don't. Oh, oh, wait. I'm a just island boy. Let me try that. I'm a Oh boy. Yes, yes. So these two young men come from very well educated parents. Obviously, the parents are also well off because this is their home this is where they live they decided i'm not gonna go to college i'm not gonna do i'm just this is my, i'm all about this culture i'm gonna get these tattoos i'm gonna start rapping and this is how i'm gonna live my life much respect to those two young men for doing whatever the they want because they could okay um, more importantly let's see what tabs you have open i'm just kidding <laughs> i have a ton of tabs my homework you could see how do you, how do i get rid of so it's bad <laughs> Well, I mean, no, I, I, but there is an inner Jamaican in me that miss mm-hmm. a one thing Nancy can't understand. So don't let, you know what I mean? So I respect anybody trying to channel that too. I think everybody mm-hmm. needs a good inner Jamaican. Um, I think in a future life or in a past life, I will be some sort of 
dance hall queen, if you will, you mm -hmm. know, some sort of dancer. Um, so I'm excited. I often do go to characters that are backup dancers. Um, I think because a part of me wants to live that life badly. Like Rachel La Loca secretly is actually JLo and JLo stole Rachel's soul story and is now living it in the limelight. There was a long time, Rick H, where I would study the dance moves of merengue backup dancers. You know, that's, <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> you know, all of that. And I was like, um, not only could I do that, but I could do that better. And I could also do it with an accordion. I could also do it with a guida. I could also do it with a tambora. Um, so it, I think it originally started with the love of the merengue mm -hmm. backup dancer or backup singer, you know, because those moves were always like. <laughs> yeah, they, they had backup singers so, that were also the backup dancers on stage. Yeah, I and think their, their moves were very like, I'm a scissor. I'm a scissor. I'm going to cut. It was I'm just cost cut. effective. Like, all right, I'm not going to pay backup dancers. You motherfuckers better learn how to dance. And you better be synchronized as hell, and you better do some splits, some side turns, or something. And then they also see... had like like two feet of space, so they had to do the concise cut, cut, yeah, cut. cut it was cut, like what was that show on uh, that the Jabberwockies won? Oh, so you think you could dance or America's Best Dance Crew? One of those America's Best Dance Crew. Yeah. If if we took one of those combos from the eighties and nineties that. Then merengue and put them there. I think they they have a good shot. They would definitely be a contender. Would they make it past the first round? Unless there's a Dominican judge, I'm not sure. But I mean, the move we could use though, the representation. You know, the move it, though with the white <laughs> shoes and the suits and the come on. I'm man. not I'm not mad because that's kind of how the like the the frame of thinking was when Room 28 went to bring the funny. Mm -hmm. We were like, okay, we are very Dominican. Mm -hmm. And we're here in Los Angeles taping a network show. We're not going to be here for that long because one of us is going to do something wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you know, and, and I say that I'm just joking. Like we were on our best behavior, uh, best behavior. But like, you know, we got eliminated round one, but that's okay. That's okay. We went out there. We represented. Now, did we do something wrong to get eliminated from round one? I'm not sure. Maybe. Maybe. I, I I, I'm going to be honest with you. And it's not because I know you. And I watched this uh, show, this episode, particularly the piece you guys did. Um, and I wasn't too sure. Like, I laughed. I didn't mm -hmm. see anything that, you know, oh, this guy's timing was off or overacting or. Oh, I didn't I, see I, anything. Anything. I was going to say, our performance was stellar. Mm -hmm. I mean, did they see us smoking weed behind the hotel, is what I'm saying. Do something oh, wrong. I wouldn't okay. Know. I mean, I'm just kidding. We didn't smoke weed behind the hotel. We smoked weed way behind the hotel, like yeah. thousands of feet off the premises. No, but I, but I thought it was very funny. And I, I thought how you guys brought in people that represent the culture and used them in a funny way, like Pitbull, Cardi, you know, the, the whole entire and it matched and it was funny. So it was like a oh, surreal and... situation. But it, it was so made sense. Great. And then Jerry came out as Neo. Mm -hmm. And uh, guess what I came out as? Surprise, surprise, a backup dancer. Uh, there's something in my cards here that I'm just seeing real clear right now. I And I did. I, okay, so I was a size Well, a backup dancer is the highest paid Latina in the world right now. I had a great time. I had a shiny jacket. And I did a split so, on that stage. I did maybe. a full split and it was so much fun as a size 14 girl doing it 
so much. Rachel, fun. maybe. I broke my vagina, what? but that's okay. I already had my kids. Let's let's call Ricky Smooth. Okay. Rachel. Oh, he's in the building. We're gonna he's we're gonna around? have to call him, and you know maybe we're gonna have your futures in backup dancing. Well, it's not me; it's macadamia. Uh, but I could, you know, I mean, maybe I could learn a thing from her, and maybe we could talk. I know I'm not skilled. I know. No, no, okay, no. okay. No. I thought it was like dancing. a J Lo situation. Like we put you with, you know, an art. give me an artist. Um, female or male? Uh, let's go with male because obviously it's Women's Month, Women's History Month. But let's go oh. with male, just just for this. Um. Okay, um, um, I'm, I'm gonna say Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin. Okay, yeah. I asked you for no. I'm... <gasps> Ain't nobody better talk bad about my Ricky. Ain't nobody you know, better talk bad about know, my Ricky. I got a beef with Ricky Martin. I'll tell you off camera. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'd like to hear about it. So my name oh. is 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 Ricky because of the menudos. So. <laughs> got it got it and so funny ricky yeah that was the first artist that came to mind there's a lot of ricks in this episode i'm a little ricked out if you know what i'm saying i'm saying okay. um but let's say woman you're a backup dancer to a woman mm. um i would have to go okay are we talking latin or can we go beyond the latin no, stratosphere? this is not latin so your is your male is it ricky overall or is this ricky we're talking about supporting our people. Yeah, supporting our people just for the sake of this conversation. But if I were, like, if I would wave a magic wand mm -hmm. and not Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie's a good one. Oh, tamalitas at the border. Oh, is that him, right, Jungle? We can party all night long. Is it Ricky Martin overall? Ricky Martin overall? I guess for the sake of this conversation, but if we're gonna talk like you know dance hits, I mean I don't know. I come mean, on, I come on, Rachel. Give me, give me, give me two names. Give me a woman and give me a man. Okay, I would love to be a backup dancer for Shakira because she oh embraces a, she embraces the gut in her like not that she has a gut, <laughs> but, but she embraces like... the gut in like the whole you know belly uh, Lebanese uh, belly dancing. I, I just and I, just... I also embrace my gut because it's not going anywhere. I had two kids. I'm just super tired. I get tired. Like when I watch her, I, I'm just like exhausted because that all takes a lot of work. So I'm like, I'm too exhausted to watch you do your thing because you're doing too much right now. Yeah, but she's doing like an ab workout for you. So if anything, I, it should be like, yeah, oh, I'm exhausted. That was great. I can't wait to watch Shakira tomorrow and not lose anyway. I'm just, you I'm just I'm such a fat couch potato. Like I'm like, oh my god. No, that wasn't directed to you. But I'm saying, if you're gonna watch her doing the <laughs> no, ab but... workout, it should. You put that upon yourself. I did not. I did not. I was... Okay. I don't comment about weight like that because if you want to talk weight loss, we could talk all day about it. It's a journey. No, I'm just saying it is a journey. Like, but at feel. this point in time, I'm just, I just feel so good. Like. I'm so comfortable, you know. Yo, I felt comfortable when I was, at times, I felt mad comfortable being, you know, plus size, mm -hmm. size 14. I was a 16 at one point, you know, after the pregnancy. I was still rocking maternity jeans. I was mad comfortable in my maternity jeans postpartum, okay? But, uh, true talk, but I... You know, I was comfortable, but then I started seeing some health things happen. Mm -hmm. And then I became uncomfortable. That's that's I where I'm at really right now. The, the yeah, that's where I'm at right Rick. now. Rick, Rick yeah. H. 
You okay? No, I, honestly, sleep apnea, you know, high blood pressure, a bunch of things mm. going on. I'm just, you know, okay. Come on. Rick Age is lazy, people. So, Take Rachel. Take control. <laughs> Take control. You got this. Three, two, one. Three what are things we doing? Are we getting arrested? Watching. What's this happening? Is, oh. This is a rapid fire uh, finale of the Rick Age show. Three, two, one. Three things you've been watching. Mm. Don't even think about it. No, no, I know you want rapid fire, but I also need to like, you know, wet the palate a little. We've been talking okay, for an okay. hour and 11 minutes. That's that's perfect. That's beautiful. This Okay. Uh the question, three things I'm watching. Okay, great. These guys oh. are just ridiculous. The oh, Island Boys. Island yeah. Boys. Okay, yeah. Okay. Three things I'm watching. Okay, so one thing I'm watching now uh that's become a really not a guilty pleasure, but it's so good, Inventing Anna on Netflix. Oh, that's it's, Oh it's man. Really good. I got some stories. You got a lot of stories, Rick H. After. Uh, something else that I'm going to watch is West Side Story coming out on HBO on uh, HBO Max, I believe, on March 2nd. I and saw reason, it. I saw it, too, in the movie theaters. But the reason why I want to watch it again is because I'm in it. Ah! And I'm so excited. I can't wait to see myself. It's a very small part. Hello, background. Mm -hmm. But you have to understand the connection that I have to West Side Story. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, outside of being an actor mm -hmm. and a writer and someone who appreciates Broadway and musicals, uh, just as a super fan of the 1961 motion picture, of the soundtrack, of mm -hmm. Rita Moreno, the EGOT, mm -hmm. of just the all the songs that I still sing in the shower to date. Um, well, I said the soundtrack already. But, you know, just as someone who was invited to the party to be there. And if you're going to see it on HBO Max, there's a little gordita with a fan in the America scene. That's me. And I'm so thrilled. to. So I'm going to watch that. That's my second thing that I'm going to watch on March 2nd. Um, and, oh, my God, what's the third thing? Uh, oh, you know what, Rick H? I've been watching a lot of network crime stuff. So, mm. like, SV, SVU, Blue Bloods, um, the crime shows, you know, NYPD Undercover is back now streaming. Yeah. yeah. All of the SVU, Chicago. And I watch it because I'm a fan of a lot of these shows. But, you know, I'm also aspiring to book a role on one of these shows. As oh, I thought you were going to say be a lawyer or a cop. I was like, Rachel, well, really? Law enforcement? No, it's funny. Listen, I... Yo, pull over, pull over, pull over. Yo, 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 yo. Hilarious. Okay, first of all, you cannot be driving and smoking <laughs> weed, Papa. I know weed is legal. Now pass it. Give it to me. I'm going to put it in my pocket. I will put it in the evidence bag later. Now you're under arrest. No, you're not. Go ahead. Have a good day, Papa. Thank we though. Um, that's how I would be. But really? no. Order? Rachel. I would Rachel be a nice cop. Unless you deserve for me to not be a nice cop. Then okay. I'm going to be a, a bad, you know, not a bad cop, but probably mean. We're getting you know? a phone call today. Which shows specifically? Because there's a few of them. Which one specifically? That I'm watching right now? No. Like, or... if you're getting a call five minutes from now, and it's a definite yes, if it's SVU, Criminal Intent, FBI, Blue Bloods, Bull, which which one, if it rang right now, it's a yes for sure. Um, well, it's hard to say, Rick H, you know, because I, I work hard. And when I'm watching these shows, I'm not only watching because I'm a fan, like I'm studying technique and, mm -hmm. you know, I'm Give me one. Is it, is it a Dick Wolf production? Is it, is it one of his? <laughs> I mean, we it, all love Dick. You know what I mean? He's got great, 
That Dick Wolf is something else. You know what I'm saying? He's got two great words in his name. He produces okay. great shows, great uh, content. But I want, I mean, Blue Bloods, you know, okay. Donnie Wahlberg, New Kids on the Block. Yeah. Come on, you guys. Like, Donnie Wahlberg, really? No, you know? no. Yeah, for, but remember what's for, tattooed. Remember what's for, tattooed on my chest. I do, but not for Reynolds New Kids on the Block. Yeah, of course. And another legend. Uh, but yeah, Blue Bloods, I mean, these are all Oh, wait, that's not Burt Reynolds. That's... That's Tom Selleck. Tom, Tom Selleck. That's right. Tom wrong, Selleck. wrong mustache. I'm sorry. Do not. But they're me. very similar. Mustache um, police. Don't uh, come after me. And I wanted to say something else that I kind of forgot about these network shows. Um, oh, yeah. No, it's just fun. Uh, that's really what I'm watching now. Did that okay. answer your question? Three things. Yes, it Three things. Okay. Two things you're listening to. It could be an audiobook, a podcast, a music album, a LP, whatever it is that you have out. Okay, uh, I uh, I'll talk about one podcast that I'm a loyal listener to. Loyal mm-hmm. is Wait Wait Don't Tell Me, which is the NPR News Quiz. It's on mm-hmm. NPR, so uh, National Public Radio, and it's really how I consume my current events these days. Uh, it's hosted by a wonderful host, and he's funny, and he has great comics on the panel, and they talk about current events with the lens of comedy, which we do at Latinos Out Loud, which mm-hmm. actually a lot of shows that I consume do. Um, And uh, so that's something that I'm listening to religiously every week is Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And something else I listen to religiously is Dominican Dembo. Every day I work out to Dembo. Yeah. Like I... I, I'm obsessed with them, Bo. I'm mm-hmm. like subscribed. Like uh, if a new song comes out or if a new like Alofoque radio, you know, commentary. Shout out um, to Santiago Matias. Like mm-hmm. you got that studio. I watch Alofoque. I'm like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. My guy purchased and- one of the major major stations in DR. And now he's got. Good. Like it's really interesting just to see the movement coming out of the R and the artists and like even the beef, it kind of reminds me a lot of like the Tupac Biggie beef that we were all subscribed mm-hmm. to and like still to Rosalia day, flew remember. to DR, spent three weeks down there, recorded the one song with uh she actually did a few, but the one song that came out with this girl, uh Dokisha. with Dokisha. Mm-hmm. But she had to do an interview on Alofoque. Like, how dope is that? Like, one of the biggest artists that's not from our country came to her. And then she said it's, like, one of the most beautiful experiences that she would love to be there as much as possible. So I really love that. I really love that. Um, I'm excited about all the, like, positivity and artistry mm-hmm. coming out of the Dominican Republic, actually, as just, like, a proud Dominican girl. Um, and I'm even excited for artists like Tokisha that are, you know, basically excommunicated by half the country mm-hmm. because the older generations are like, wait, this girl's singing about lesbianism and mm-hmm. also, like, drugs and, like, mm-hmm. being a rebel. Get this girl off the radio waves. Like, but she's out here. Like, and she's Her amazing. story is just insane. Saying her mother flew to the U.S. to be able a story that everybody, every Dominican can relate to. She stayed in DR with family, and her mother flew to the U.S. to make money to support her while she was back there in the country. Couldn't afford to bring her, and then she went through all this thing with her family. But her story is crazy itself. So um, I just, it's not just Tokisha. It's a bunch of things. You know, it's Kiko crazy. It's El Alfa being number one in the planet. 
A That's todo el mundo quiere de la pámpara. Quiere querer de la pámpara. Like, this is what I work out to. And then there's stories. It's only exactly. him alpha. and Bad Bunny at that point where you're like him, just. El Alfa selling out Madison Square Garden. Mm -hmm. You know, you're right. I, I didn't want to cut you off, but the. No, 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 right. no. Go ahead. The variety of artists and then the caliber and, and the success to what they're achieving uh, across international borders is really fascinating. And it's it's a movement. I'm really and proud of our country. Out, uh, Terminal 5 in a few minutes, really quickly, a girl that's never been to the U.S. comes to Terminal 5 yeah. in New York and sells it out really fast. I tried to get tickets. And then all of a sudden on Eventbrite, you see, oh, Tokisha after party. And I'm like, no. No, 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 no. She's super talented though. Uh, shout out to Cesar Perez. Sees my man. Sees he designed the Del Mio. He's her stylist, and he's done a couple shoots Aye. with her. So um, he told me about her a while ago, and I was like, "This is." He's like, "Yo, you need to listen to this girl rap because she's yeah, got some no, fucking crazy. skills." So, and one thing you least expect. From Rachel Laloca in 2022, but it's gonna happen. Oh, okay. I couldn't even. I couldn't even. Like this is so hard. Um, I. Um, well, I know, I know I'm definitely not gonna get pregnant again. That's for sure. I'm not gonna have another baby. So we could scratch that off the list. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I was. Uh, I'm pretty sure whoever's gonna listen to this and whoever is watching it was like. Is Rachel pregnant again? Is that what she's about to say right now? No, that, that, no, no, that, no. That, that's kind of got that feeling, but it, it feels like a little something else. No, that's that's not it. In 2022, I mean, I'm striving for things. I'm striving for success. Mm -hmm. And what success looks like to me actually varies on pretty much a daily basis, I swear. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, projects no, pop up. No, Rick H, feel me on this. Projects okay. pop up that are sometimes collisions of my worlds. You know, like never did I ever think that I would be producing comedy content for social media platforms for some of the brands that I was presenting to as a marketing executive at People in Espanol magazine. Like I never thought that I would still be implementing some of my marketing career in what I thought was going to be a show business career. But here I am producing, hiring my friends and doing content for Lay's potato chips and Wendy's and McDonald's. And, you know, that is how I'm making a living now. So I didn't think I'd be doing that. That opportunity came to me. So then now my uh, a threshold for success in that world is to produce a lot more content that is Latino skewing, stars my friends as the faces and also the cast behind the camera, or I'm sorry, the crew behind the mm -hmm. camera as well. So that's something that I really hope to grow in 2022 is to do stuff for more brands on a larger scale and to put more money in people's pockets. The other thing in 2022 as Rachel, like for me, yo, true talk. I feel like I've always wanted the groups that I'm a part of to win. And often, but be selfish. This is right. I, 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 right? I, I, no, I know you personally and I know exactly what you would feel if that happened. I mean, um, one of the people that's always around you is Glory. Glory's doing very big. Um, and to see her on stage, 
her and Ada Rodriguez the other day. <clears throat> I but, just saw Glory. I, I she yeah. just killed it on Dominican Independence Day at the New York Comedy mm-hmm. Club hosting and Brownish. Brownish. I was yeah. there, and Homegirl like put tears in our eyes because Juan Bago, myself, and Jerry were in the audience, and she took the time out to sort of say what's up and shout out those that came right before her. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, it's like. It hits you in the face like, good Lord, I have been doing this for a while, but I've been reinventing myself. So it doesn't even feel like it. It just feels like I'm evolving. It's the next, like I said, the next definition of success for me. It's a different definition almost on the daily, but definitely annually. Like, so for 2022, I want to be a little more selfish. And I say that in a very respectful way in that. I'm I'm carving a lane for myself and mm-hmm. I would be doing a disservice to Rachel if I didn't keep going or try to accelerate the speed in that lane. Yeah. And I, I often have to like stop putting the groups in front of so me. So that, like, that was my, I wanted Rachel to be selfish and say, <laughs> Rachel writes a feature film. Rachel writes or does this or does... Rachel gets a sitcom greenlit. Like that, that's 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 where I wanted to go to. You hear I wanted us, Rachel to be you hear us? <laughs> I wanted Rachel hilarious on NBC at eight o'clock on Thursdays. I, I wanted Rachel to give me something selfish. Selfish, but it's not that's an awful word, but something that's for you specifically. You you said all of it, Rick H, or some of it. Of course, those are a girl's dreams. A girl's dream is to, well, this girl's dream is to elevate her cultures because I got two. I'm mm-hmm. not just Latina. I'm Latina and I'm also a proud uh, half a white girl with a Jewish and Russian background. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm sort of, my dream is to elevate those cultures to showcase that we come in so many different shapes and sizes, you know, Um and to also, you know, hone in on the talents and the passions that are one and the same. And I have people in my corner that are truly rooting for me and checking me again, like my kid. And then I think, you know, I want to concentrate on on just keeping that energy alive, too. You know, I've been focusing a lot on energy i've been you know you hear about energy for so long right as a kid mm-hmm. like, energy and, and and this one's on the vibrating level of that and the pitchfork is going like this and i'm like what is all this talk about energy and as an adult you're like oh that's it like you figured it out to, yeah well i for me personally as i rotate as i like evolve i need those in orbit that are going to feed and reciprocate and feed mm-hmm. and reciprocate and feed and reciprocate. So a girl's dream is to stay within that orbit of feed and reciprocate, elevate her cultures and make her parents proud. I really just want to make my parents and my family, my kids, like that's such a hardcore goal of mine. So you said a couple of specific things that I would love to mm-hmm have on my IMDB page, but I'm also trying not to like, you know, be so specific right here, right now. Like the goal is success. The goal is to be able to buy as many diapers as my kids need. You know what I'm saying? But we, we also success is determined on, by the person. So uh, 
Also, right, success is like buying the Huggies and not the Target brand. And shout yeah. out to Target. But again, the pee-pee proof, like the leaking. Ugh! Come on. But, you know, success to me is that. And I hope that I can like marry all those things that I've been working so hard at. Like I, I mentioned the marketing stuff coming into play. I want to I wanna teach those too. Like, you know, you mentioned glory. I do what I can to like pump others around me with the like stored knowledge some of it useful some of it not i'm just gonna share it there's and i just i want to see others around me in that orbit win they mm -hmm. win i win i mm -hmm. win they win that's it well i, I want to say thank you for being on the show One. thanks for case thank you for everything advice mm -hmm. The lunch that Eric Rivera is very jealous that he wasn't there. Um, the friendship. Eric Rivera. The uh, knowledge, the wisdom, the criticism, everything. <laughs> <laughs> to know me is to know that I will... I will keep it real. I just sent Jerry yes. Diaz a text similar to what I told you at brunch. And I'm like, this is coming from a friend's perspective. Mm -hmm. But I want to just share this advice with you because I'm hearing, because I, I listen. And I'm like, yo, as your friend, I feel this. And take that with whatever, however you want it. You can mm -hmm. throw it away if you want. And I'm the same way. That, But those that's how you know I love you. But you said reciprocate. So I very much appreciate that 100%. So when I get asked questions like, oh, what should I look out for? Who's this person? Or like, you know, names of companies come by. I was like, well, Rachel, Rachel's been in a while. Rachel knows her thing. Rachel does this. Rachel does that. When we were doing the panel, I said, uh, podcaster, Rachel, not a man, not Joe Budden, not Joe Rogan, not any uh, Rachel. Wow, were uh, they not available or something? Was I the short, the like no, choice? No, I'm gonna so explain. I'm gonna explain so to you why. Even yeah. if even if they were available, I would still choose you. <laughs> a, you would speak to the people that I honestly wanted to be there, and you would speak to the crowd that was going to show up, and they yeah, were gonna I get the most out of that conversation. So before you know, Riddell was there, Ivan was there, um, Maleni was there, but Rachel was one. Before I asked anybody else, I needed oh. to get you to say yes. And then I think I spoke to Andy afterwards. But um, I needed you to Thank say you, yes because I wanted a seasoned comedian, podcaster, and someone who's been through it. And when we had that conversation, that's what I got out of it. <clears throat> I got to know you as a person, and I appreciated you and everything a lot more from that. So, Thanks, Ricky. Rachel La Loca, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Yeah, Latinos Aloud everywhere you download your podcast. You can yes. follow her at rachellaloca.com or at, on Instagram, you know, at rachellaloca. There should be a rachellaloca.com too. Uh, there is, actually. There is. Go ahead, is? go to it, rachellaloca.com. You'll find okay. some treats there. You'll find some yummy treats on rachellaloca.com. No, oh, it's not shit. linked to my OnlyFans yet. It's not linked. To oh, it's not? Oh, okay. no. oh, there is rachellaloca.com, the IMDb profile, the biography, and the gallery. But, Rachel, I appreciate you <laughs> being on the show. 
<laughs> I really did pull it up. I'm not. Let me show you. Good. Do you like it? It's look. It's nothing fancy. You're not gonna get like an English muffin popped out of your laptop, toasted with butter and jelly on it. It's not fancy. It's like, but it's better than HTML. It's not a mi gente page. You know what I'm saying? It's an actual. Damn, I, I remember that so much, mi gente. So this Ooh, is there, there it is. This is your website. Instead of like, this wow. is your life. I feel like I'm being taken through slides of my life. Oh, that was the time when I got braids. I'm about to do that again. <laughs> and you I actually spoke braids. about the box braids on the podcast. Yes. yes. And I'm about to do it again. We're going back into the ring to get some box <laughs> braids uh, because I, it was very comfortable for me. And it was my first time. I was going through one of those like exploratory phases mm -hmm. around that birthday. And I was like, I'm going to explore my hair and see what else I could do with like extensions. And that was the first time. And I have to say, I was just singing romantic call by Patra up and down the train stations. I was like, I want a romantic call. I'm talking to my baby down on my yard. Hello, mommy. Can I speak to puppy? I'm like, you know, thinking I'm really from the islands speaking of that with those braids. And I want to go back to the islands real soon. So I'll be going back to one, two, fifth to get them done probably in the coming weeks. And if you want to hear about the box braids, I, I actually <laughs> I remember the episode. It was the beginning of, I think it was like in September you guys released that or something. That's it. Oh, Rick H was, with the photographic memory. Yeah, it was huh. after your birthday. Huh. Because they were talking Very about good. you, Jerry, and, and not Jerry. Jamie. You see, we're talking about Jerry so much. Jamie and Frank. Jamie and Frank were talking about, Frank was talking about your hair. Um, when you, <laughs> during <laughs> and the hair and the food. Oh yes, wanna... that's right. That I listen great. to Latinos out loud, and I listen to the Rick H show. Rachel, thank you for being on the show. Have a thank wonderful you. night. Uh, thank you for being a terrific mom, entertainer, producer, writer, and podcaster. Continue to inspire the future, ladies and gentlemen. Rachel La Loca. Thank you. Thank you. This is my 80s dance. <laughs> um, thank you for having me, Rick Gates. Thank you for doing what you're doing. We're all feeding the culture and lifting mm -hmm. it up. So it's pretty dope that we're like, you know, just like out here in the space. What, what? Latino podcasters. Congrats to you for being on Latino Pods, the network. Shout yeah. out to y'all. And to everybody who's listening to our shows and commenting. And mm -hmm. please listen to us. Follow us at We Are Latinos Out Loud on all the mm -hmm. socials. And cross-pollinate. That cross-pollination across podcast, podcast, the podcast. Love, P2P, love. Like, it's P2P. real. Um, we push and a P out here. We pee pushers. <laughs> exactly. Speaking of which, I do have to relieve myself. We've been talking for an hour and yes, minutes. A long the time. Amigos going right through me. I'll see you I guys had a great next time week. Here. Thank Rachel, you. Rachel, have a good one. Uh, you feel that now? I feel like Rocky in this one, baby. Let's go. I check it. Flash uh. in the past, back from the future. So if I pull the trigger in the past, it's on you and your future. I'm still hustling, still hugging the block. The referee to the shit, I'm still calling them shots. I can't be stopped. That's what I told you. I'm living my life like a box of Crayolas. I'm cutting up white, smoking that green. Purple color pens, I'm still making this cream. I'm 
so sick. Uh, check my throat quick. My wrist light up a room like a handful of glow sticks. I'm like spoiled milk, the kids gone bad. Then it's the menace, my pen touches the pad. Uh, niggas is mad, but the ladies is glad. Yo, they rubbing up against me like this nigga is rad. Fucking two divas, drinking on sangria. I got the beam of the colors, diarrhea. Uh, tire strength in my feet, cause I'm so fly. Hopped out the DeLorean, it's Artie McFly. Oh, 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 oh,